This podcast is proudly brought to you by Australia Lawyers. If you need legal information or fast access to Australia's leading lawyers, visit australialawyers.com.au. Now, over to Dan for the podcast. Hey, this is Dan, and thanks for tuning in to the podcast where I talk legal stuff with lawyers that I know, like, and trust. I hope you find the information really useful, and if you need legal help, that you reach out to one of these lawyers directly or drop by lawbydan.com, and I can steer you in the right direction. The sudden collapse of a Miami apartment block on June 24, 2021, killing more than 98 people, made headlines around the world and focused attention on the horrific consequences of unaddressed building defects. And of course, there have been numerous cases in Australia since regarding building defects generally. So in today's podcast, I'm going to hand you across to OMB Solicitor's partner and body corporate lawyer, Juliet Nan, to discuss what strata schemes, particularly in Queensland, need to do about building defects right now. My name's Juliet Nan. I'm a partner with OMB Solicitors. And today I wish to talk to you about a topic which has been quite important to me for over a number of years. Um, When I first started in the body corporate industry, I was at a law firm called um, Tease McMahon up in Brisbane, and it was at that time I got quite interested in new builds and residential building defects arising from the new building work. Um, Back at that time in the 80s and the 90s, the legislation that we could rely upon actually had compulsory homeowners warranty insurance in Queensland, so we could make insurance claims on behalf of strata schemes. That obviously over the years has been phased out in Queensland. In addition to that, I also practiced for 10 years in New South Wales, where again in New South Wales, that homeowner's warranty regime to protect strata schemes from residential building defects, so poor quality building work of builders, there is no insurance for that in Queensland or New South Wales for a strata scheme. If I purchase a car as a consumer, I have, if it's a Kia, a seven-year warranty period for manufacturing issues. If it's a Mitsubishi at the moment, there's a 10-year warranty period. I get far more consumer protection as an individual purchasing a motor vehicle than I do as a body corporate or an individual lot owner buying into a strata scheme. Particularly with a new build, That means that what you as the body corporate managers and what committees need to look at, if they've purchased off the plan, we have a date of registration of the strata plan, and then we move into the lot, the new committee needs to get on top of a review of the entire building at its first annual general meeting. If I'm buying a new home, I get the opportunity to do a pre-purchase inspection report before I move into that uh, freestanding home. I get to look at the roof, the garage, is it leaking, is there any evidence of water penetration? When I'm an individual lot owner and I'm purchasing off the plan, I don't get the ability to do a review of the owner's corporation or the body corporate common property. And the reason for that is because At that time, the common property doesn't exist. The new build's done, then the common property and the body corporate assets are created, 
and no one does an independent inspection of that work. The person who was meant to do the independent inspection is the developer, the original owner, pursuant to the building contract. Within the terms of the building contract, I, as an original owner, sign a building contract with a builder, and pursuant to that contract, I hold security or retention money, and pursuant to that, a date for practical completion comes up, and at the date of practical completion, I may pay the majority of the purchase price for that new build, but I retain some money as security as the original developer because I have a 12-month defect liability period from the date of practical completion. During that time, I, as the developer, am meant to send experts on that site to go through the building completely and identify any issues that need to be repaired, maintained, uh, refurbished or completely redone because they were poor quality building work. During that process, the body corporate is created at the same time. So what I want to start seeing is I want the body corporate committee, when it first is created on site, to start taking that role of the developer pursuant to the building contract and do its own expert reports to look at the problems affecting their building. It should be done at the first annual general meeting. It should be done at the fourth annual general meeting and it should be done in year five of the life of the building. Why? Because if there's latent defects, those defects will come to show at years five and six. And the reason why that time frame is very important is if I'm a body corporate and I wish to institute legal proceedings or make a claim before QBCC, I have time limitations on me to do that. It is 12 months from the date of becoming aware of the defect to make the application to QBCC and that application can be made for up to six years and six months from the date of creation of the strata scheme. If I want to institute separate legal proceedings, I need to go to a body corporate general meeting and pass a resolution by way of a special resolution, so that higher standard, not an ordinary resolution, a special resolution, to say, we the lot owners authorise the body corporate to institute legal proceedings against the builder and the building entity, seeking an amount of money for economic loss compensation, which is the cost to the body corporate to repair those residential building defects. And a lot of work and time goes into that in preparing for that that general meeting if you are going to institute legal proceedings. If the hard work is done at an earlier stage in the building, in the first and second year of the new build, then and the builder is around and it's a good quality builder who will return to site to undertake the rectification of the defects, then you are more likely to get those big ticket items repaired in years one and two of your build than if you leave it to years five or six where you're so close to the defect liability period. So the limitation period, which is basically six years after the creation of your strata plan. So you don't want to miss that limitation period. There are exceptions, so we can always review it on a case-by-case basis, but obviously the earlier that it's done, the better we can look at the defect rectification process. There are only two options for body corporates. One is making a residential defects complaint to QBCC. 
The second option is going to your general meeting by way of special resolution and instituting legal proceedings against the entities who, who created the defect affecting the building. So because there's very few options available, our recommendation, and it's very important that you deal with these matters earlier, particularly for a new build. If you are an older building that has been around for some time, then obviously you have other issues that apply, which are your obligation of repair, maintenance and refurbishment, which may not have anything to do with actually making a residential building defects claim, but is simply to do that continuing obligation of repair, maintenance and refurbishment with respect to the common property. Again, we're going to learn a lot from Miami in the United States with respect to the collapse of that building. But as a result of our property market right now, we are going to see a, an emergence of a large number of claims for residential building defects, as well as there are also class actions going on with respect to the cladding issues affecting the buildings that just went through the cladding process. It is unfortunate that it takes our Queensland and New South Wales governments an actual horrific event such as a fire to identify these problems or the collapse of a building in Miami in the United States. But we're starting to see some changes and some momentum in favour of the body corporates and the owners corporations on these issues. So it's a really a matter of the committee and the body corporate manager having these issues to the forefront and really considering them at their committee meetings and general meetings so that you have a plan for safeguarding your common property and your assets in your building as a whole. Again, thank you very much for taking the time to listen. Um, in terms of residential building defects, as I said, it's something that I've been quite passionate about. I've gone through those legislative changes where the insurance component's been taken away from our bodies corporate for homeowners warranty insurance. And since our only safeguard is dealing with these matters early, we want to make sure that everyone has the knowledge and the education to deal with it at that committee level at an early stage. Thanks heaps for listening to this edition of the Law by Dan podcast. If you found it useful, it would be great if you can leave a rating on Spotify or iTunes or whatever the streaming platform is that you're using. Also, if need be, you can reach out to me at lawbydan.com. Thanks for listening to this podcast, made possible by Australia Lawyers. For great legal information and fast access to Australia's best lawyers, visit australialawyers.com.au.